Hey, welcome back to another episode for Life for Living Well. My name is Richard. And before I dive into the topic uh, for us this week, I quickly want to make a announcement. And if you'd like to know one or two things about Life for Living Well community, you can always check it out on our website at www.lifeforlivingwell.com. If you like to fire me some message or question, you can send your question to info at lifeforlivingwell.com. And if you don't want to send the email, you can also reach me through the contact form on the website and I will try as much as possible to get back to you. So let's get diving to the topic this week. So the topic this week is what I call silence. And as usual, our point this podcast is to find one inspirational individual and just release the door and then build on top of that. So this week, I'll be looking into taking it from the Rogers. He says, never makes a good chance to shut up. And when is the best time to shut up? Sometimes when we're in the mix of conflict or angry, we let our emotion run us, rather than us run our emotion, which is always very, very hard and difficult things to do. But being intentional about this, we reduce so many times we're reacting to things that we feel all the time we perceive how other people think about ourselves if you already think like that about ourselves and the others confirm what we're thinking we kind of turn to the angry and upset which being angry being upset is part of who you are as a human being how you act or reacting to it is what differentiates an individual that are awakening, individuals that are working themselves. Even when you are awake in, in spirit or in spiritual level or in, in psychological level, you will still get upset. You will still do everything you've been doing before you are waking. So, we dive into this podcast fully. By examining your actions and behaviors, you will easily notice that you use your mouth often more than any other part of your body. Most of us think that we listen. Only if somebody asks you, what did I say? You realize that you are not actually listening to them. It could be that you are not interested in the topic they are talking about. And you just switch up, or you are physically there, but you are not there. Or someone talking to you, you're already thinking the answer you're going to give them. Rather than practicing active listening, that you're really listening to them to the point that you're actually lost in it. Then it pushes you to ask more questions. But many people today, our attention is so tiny like a little baby so a baby could flip from one side to another side or they could just 
obsessively focus on one point and they just ignore any other thing around their space. So most people, they do have two eyes, they have two ears, they have two hands, they have two legs. But they don't actually use this more than they use their mouths. They only have a one mouth, and that's what they use mostly to to let you know what they think, what they feel, what they want. So, in the world where opinions reign, it is also possible that those with the strongest opinion are going to hurt others in the process. Because if you uh, easily go around and dishing out your opinion. You're about to attract more people that will probably against what you view about a particular ideas or view of event or life. By the time you arise from the bed and until you fall asleep later in the evening, research has shown us that people may have created thousands of thoughts by then remarkable you don't really think about these things but that's how and if you are kind of person that accept and aware that we are energy and we generate energy in microseconds so your thought becomes some kind of energy that carries some waves with it so there's evidence to support this that an average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And the sad thing about this is 80% of all these thoughts are negative. And be aware that you also become what you think about. If you're always thinking that you are not good, you bound to attract things that are not going to you all the time. If you always think that you cannot do a thing, you probably lack passion, drive, motivation to do what you need to do to change it. Whether to learn about it, whether to pay for extra class, whether to go to evening class while you work in the day, whether to get a second job on weekend, to support or meet your financial goals and targets. So, whatever you think about, you become. So, this particular podcast is to challenge us to embrace even silence so we don't think about anything. We don't think about the past. We don't think about the future. We don't think about the right now. But you can't do that for 24 hours where you cannot think about it. That doesn't make you a human being. I just say that average human, average person has between 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day. So it is impossible for you to silence your mind for the whole day unless you're dead. And if you're still alive and you enjoy what you do, Creating five minutes a day out of your time to silence your mind it will do you a lot of good. A lot of good. You just find yourself with time 
that if you are kind that love to react into a lot of things that you feel or you perceive other people do you realize and you realize with time after practicing days more into your life you begin to notice that you don't always over jumping over reacting that you used to do this change is so silent and it's within you and you and the people around you will begin to notice the physical evidence of it. And most of those thoughts are even unnecessary. When you see someone talking or reasoning out loud in public places. So we hardly pay close attention to those who talk in world and we think they have it together. So there's a two groups here. There's one group that when you see them talking by themselves loudly public, we automatically assume that they lost their minds. They might have lost their mind, but most people that talk aloud they lose their mind. They might just be an absent-minded person. They are in their head, out of their body experience, and they are raising loud without really notice anything was there. That makes it even more unsafe for them because they won't know when they walk over the outside justice because they pay no attention to what's going on around them. And there's other group of people which majority of people fall into. They have a quiet dialogue within themselves. They see everything that they consider not perfect about themselves. They talk really bad about themselves. They talk down about themselves. They keep their own confidence and self-esteem by the language they use to speak to themselves. So imagine if somebody say this to themselves 60,000 times a day that I'm not good enough. It's going to take a, a lot of work to make this individual believe that they're good they might not good in everything, but they're also good in something. But what exactly they good of? They have not put their energy and thought to do that. Only when you silence your mind, you're able to observe and appreciate things that are already in your life. Most people focus on things that left their life or things that is not in their life right now, and they want to make it happen. That takes me to another stage, the podcast. And most of those thoughts are even unnecessary. Today was pressure is all around us and making or contributing to constant noise from our mind and head. Noise also comes from multiple sources. It's not only the noise that comes within you that also affects badly. What about the noise that comes from family? If you have the parent that very pushy and they have few siblings, yours, and they always compare you, so your parents so immature that they think like if yours older or younger one is brainy, you should be brainy too. And if you are not brainy, there's something wrong with you. This is a complete lack of understanding and education and immaturity on their part. 
So imagine that you've been reinforcing this and you get to the school and your teacher reinforcing it. And among your peers, they're reinforcing it. So you have some multiple more things to plan to work on yourself, both and self-esteem. And realize that there's other area that you're also really good. But that area has no value to those people. And the area that they perceive that have value to them, but you are weak at it at the moment, they are not doing anything to help you. So just imagine that you become adult and you realize it. So it's a work that you have to do on yourself to embrace compassionate kindness to yourself. What about friends? Friends that flash their success on the social media all the time. They're probably not doing it to get to you. They're doing it to make themselves feel good about themselves. But it's getting to you anyway because you are looking at it in one plus one is equal to two. That if you are a friend from school, you should be going to say projectory. That is wrong. Your chapter one might be your friend chapter five. And your friend chapter 10 might be your own chapter two. And you take understanding to embrace this thing without you killing yourself worse. What will help you daily is silence. So what about the noise from the news, society, and even within yourself? So as a result, it contributed to some of the illnesses people suffer from. It hinders your growth and development. When you continue constantly engaging in noise of yourself, noise of others, noise of society, noise from the family, it's really hindering your growth and development. You becoming underachiever or overachiever. So these things show up in two different worlds. Because someone is so successful in so many areas of their life, doesn't mean they are very happy with their life. That is the mistake you must not follow. Is that they overachieve or underachieve? This thing show up in a different way. Silencing our mind for a few minutes a day sounds simple, but it is a very cumbersome thing to do. Because you go mad. If you are not the kind of person that practice this for the first time, if you attempt it, your body will feel withdrawal symptoms sometimes. So whatever we do, we even embrace noise. When we do exercise, we put the music on just to keep going. When you are told we put on the TV, even though we are not watching it, we just want the noise background. Silence our mind for a few minutes a day sounds simple, but it's very, very hard to do. But it's also easy to do if you start with a baby step and focus on process rather than the end result. Personally, I find the first few minutes in the morning and later in the evening, just before the bed, to practice silence for five minutes or more. 
why did I choose this time of the day? From my experience, when you wake up, your body is not overstimulated by event of the day. It's pure like a baby. How can I start silence? You might ask. You simply observe your thoughts, reading, and you bring your mind to a place of quietness. So every time the thought flash to your mind, oh, you should have cereal for breakfast. Smile, take a deep breath, release it. Continue, continue, remain silent. Oh, you need to say this in the meeting today. Put a pen and paper beside you, write all those flashy thoughts down. You might even engage in with it as a fun play when you have time later in the day. You'll be surprised so many things that flash to your mind when you decided to do that. You simply observe your thoughts, breathing, and you bring your mind to a place of quietness. Try it for five minutes daily for a few weeks and it becomes a new habit. Even when you go to shopping supermarket and there's a lot of queue, you don't automatically take up your phone and start playing with your phone to pass the time. You practice silent, no judgment, no judgment of others. You just pay attention to your thought and the time becomes mystical for you. So this practice can be deployed to many situations, especially when you are about to make a decision. Take it five minutes to remain silent. Attend an interview or even when you are upset or cross. Then relationship could have been saved if the subject refrained from reacting rather than proacting for a few minutes in the midst of arguments. Lastly, the benefit of these ancient practices are enormous. So let's look at the benefit you derive if you begin to explore, embrace, select into your life, such as lowering your blood pressure, increasing focus and attention, calming, raising thoughts. You also allow your brain to grow. So there is a evidence show that people that actively meditate, they actually expand their brain instead of shrink. Because as you're getting older, the brain gets shrink. And the empty the brain, the less forgive of illnesses that arise to it. So reducing cortisol and you even sleeping better well. So the morning practice of silence for me is great. The evening one is challenging because within 10 minutes, I fall asleep. I fall asleep. So as you can see, the benefit of quieting your mind and silence in a world that is full of noises is enormous. And if you want to know that this world is not that quiet, walk in the nature. You hear all the sound of different beings, the bed, the insects. Well, the tree remains silent and quiet. 
The only thing you notice when there's windy, the branches clucking on each other. Well, it still remains silent, it's still quiet. But in the midst of noise, it remains calm and still. So stop being afraid of silence, embrace it, and see changes transcending to other parts of your life. I hope this message helps someone. Like I said earlier, if you have any question, just send me an email to hello at life and living well or dot com or you can just contact me through contact form on our website at www.lifeandlivingwell.com until we meet again next week have a wonderful week and please stay safe ciao